Hey friends, my name is Jody Ski, and I am a life coach and spiritual director traveling the country with my family in an RV as we seek to find the joy in the journey. I've been studying the Bible for over 20 years and I freaking love it. Now I'm sharing it with you in hopes that you will discover that you do too. We're going to start by claiming this space as holy. Wherever you are, ask Father God to draw a protective barrier around you. Take a few deep breaths, good ones that you have to think about. Inhale and exhale and acknowledge that God is present with you and that his presence can protect you from lies and confusion. Let me pray. Father God, protect our hearts from the disingenuous arrows of the enemy. Let them fall short of their target today as we plant ourselves in your truth and your love. Amen. So today we're pondering what the Bible has to say about productivity. And I'm going to read from John 15, 1 through like 9. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation because it's my current fave. So John 15, this is at the end of Jesus's time on earth. The cross is right around the corner and he knows it. And so in John 15 and the chapters around it, Jesus is having an intimate conversation with his disciples, trying to prepare them for what's coming. In John 13, he tells them to expect the unexpected. In John 14, he comforts them before they even know that they will need it. And he also tells them about the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will be coming to them when he is no longer with them in physical form to continue his comfort and guidance. And that's where we're picking things up in John 15. This is still part of the same conversation Jesus has been having with his disciples. And I can only imagine how tender he was at this point, looking at the faces of his disciples, knowing what they were going to be going through, knowing it was going to be awful, knowing that these words he was speaking was going to get lost in the next few weeks of pain and disappointment and then awe, but offering them anyway, knowing that they would be able to come back to them when they were ready. It reminds me of a terminally ill parent making videos for their children to watch after they're gone. So, so tender. John 15, 1 and 2. Jesus says, I am a true sprouting vine, and the farmer who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting up and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. Now, I don't know much about gardening. I'm actually terrible at it. Just to take a look at my poor little house plants that always seem like they are on the verge of death. But I do know a lot about the ups and downs of productivity. Sometimes I feel like I have nothing to offer the world or even my family. And all I can manage is to get out of bed and survive. And other times things are popping and I feel like I'm killing it. The Holy Spirit is pouring out of my mouth and fingertips. Lives are changed and I'm doing all the laundry. I am a world changer. In Jesus talk. Sometimes I'm a fruitless branch and sometimes I'm fruitful. But it's not just that. Regardless of which cycle I'm in, God is doing something. Let me say that again. Regardless of whether life is coming up roses for us 
or you're trapped by a flesh-eating plant that is paralyzing you, God is doing something and you best pay attention. Before we get any further, let's pause for a minute and take inventory in the presence of the Lord. Take a deep breath and name it. Where are you at? Are you feeling fruitful or fruitless? Productive or paralyzed? If you need a minute to talk to him right now about this, just go ahead and pause and do so. He's got time for you. And then come back when you're ready. Whether you are in a place of productivity or sluggishness, God is doing something. But what that is, is different. Jesus says that if you are feeling unproductive or fruitless, he is lifting or propping you up. If you are feeling productive or fruitful, he is pruning you. Ah! Okay, so both of these are hitting me in different ways. Personally, I'm resonating with the first right now, and I'm comforted by the idea of being lifted up by God. In my mind, I have this picture of myself trying to climb this mountain, and I'm starting to stumble in my weariness. And then Jesus comes alongside me and places his arm under mine and props me up as we keep walking. It's a beautiful picture and it's incredibly comforting to me. But I'm also challenged by the idea of being pruned when things are going well. This is hitting me hard right now because as I look out around me, it seems like there's a whole generation of leadership in free fall. And I think it's because we've forgotten that we are never done being taught and formed. We believe the lie that once we're doing well, we've got it made. We think we know enough to have authority and it goes to our head. And it becomes like an overgrowth which begins to tangle and ensnare others. In this place, we forget that God is the authority and we are subject to him. Not because he's a megalomaniac, but because, as Jesus says, he cares and loves you. And he knows all the things. And like a bonsai tree, God must continue to prune and shape you so that you can take the shape that he created for you. A shape that is beautiful to see and points to the creator and not the creation. Okay, so back to our personal inventory. Take a few deep breaths and come back to the presence of the Lord wherever you are right now, right the second. He is there too. And if you're feeling fruitless, ask Jesus to show you how he is propping or lifting you up. If you're feeling fruitful, ask him to show you what needs pruning. Don't be afraid to ask. He's not going to come at you with an axe and start hacking away unless you need him to. He is more often gentle and precise because he loves and cares for you. He feels quite tender towards you and what you're going through and what you will go through. I want you to take the time right now and be present to this process that Jesus invites his people to. Sit in this as long as you need to, thinking about being fruitful or being fruitless and what God is doing in you because of that. I want you to sit in as long as you need to and then come back for a warning and some encouragement to keep going. Okay, so after his words about bearing fruit in verses two and three, he offers a warning in verse four. He says, you must remain in life union with me for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, 
so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. He's warning us that yes, God is doing all these things and he can do all these things, but we need to be spending time with him. We need to be in tune with what he's doing. We can't figure it out on our own. We need to make space to connect with him, which we are doing right now by making space for his presence and word through this podcast. And when we make that space to connect with him, we will continue to be shaped into the pure form we were created to be. So that's the warning. And now the encouragement, which is what I'm going to end with. And it's straight from Jesus in verse nine. And I want you to think about this as you are just presenting yourself to the Lord to be propped up or pruned. Hear these words. I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your hearts. Thank you so much for listening to Live Idlewild with Jody Sweet. If you are loving this stuff and you want someone to process with, someone to help you figure out how it applies to your life, don't hesitate to reach out to me. That is a huge part of what I do as a life coach and spiritual director. And you can try a session for free. Just head on over to my website, jodiesweet.com and schedule one today. Until next time, my friends. May you live in the love and joy of Jesus and allow it to grow wild within you until it overflows to others.